Okay. All right. So before we get started with this episode, we had some exciting news to share with our uh, Potter Watch fam. Listeners. Um, we are hosting a trivia night for Harry Potter at a local brewery in Rockville, Maryland called Seven Locks Brewing. Um, and we'll be posting a lot about it on our social media. We've already started. There's a Facebook event that you can join, and um, we'll be posting about it, like... Everywhere. Up up until um, September 1st, which is... Um, As we all know, first day of Hogwarts. And also... (laughs) Choo-choo! And also the night of our event. So if you're in the D.C. metro area... Please come along um, and be a frequent proprietor of the seven of Seven Locks Brewing because um, they have great beer. Um, they brew in house. Yeah, it's a really cool place. Yeah. Um, they're doing this as like a special Harry Potter night, so we're really excited. Um, it's going to be at seven thirty one, so you guys <laughs> all know because it was yesterday our time. Um, that it was um, Harry Potter and J.K. Rowling's birthday. Um, yeah. So don't it it the event is on September first. It starts at seven thirty one. There will be grand prizes. And uh, there, um, costumes encouraged. We'll have a costume prize, like a prize for best costumes. It's gonna be a lot, a lot of fun. And also, you'll get to meet us in person. So that'll. Woo. That'll be fun. And we promise the trivia questions will not be as difficult as the ones we ask each other on the podcast. Yes. But they will be covering all seven books and some of the movies. So get hype, get excited, and... Get studying. Yeah. The There's no cover charge to go. You just show up, have a drink if you want, and, um, and do some OWLs. Yep. <laughs> all right. Back now back to, to our show. regular program. Now back to our. Is that how you yes. say? Now back to our regularly scheduled programs. I solemnly swear that I am up to no good. Bum 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 bum. Chapter fourteen, Cornelius Fudge. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Mrs. Doubtfire. <laughs> Welcome to the next episode of Butter Watch. <laughs> what did she say when she gets hit with the pie? I don't remember. Oh gosh, um, I forget. But it's so much. Hello. <laughs> okay. Um, welcome to another episode. I'm Alex. I'm Molly, and this is. Potter Watch. Watch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's gonna be an episode. I can already tell. <laughs> we gotta lighten it up for you. This has not been one of my favorite episodes, my favorite chapters. So same. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I gave it really low points. So the real name of this um ty- this chapter is Cornelius Fudge. Um, I have renamed it, um, Scapegoats. It's a really creative title, as creative as this chapter. That's my sarcasm. I didn't even try to, like, do any rhyme schemes or alliteration. Just Scapegoats. Yeah, but I just, like, I didn't think about 
anything so symbolic. Not even that really symbolic, but um, I'll just tell you what mine was. Yeah, why don't we go there? Um, <laughs> shit has hit the fan, so we're kind of working at different angles. <laughs> shit has hit the fan. Chapter 14, shit has hit the fan. Can you imagine J.K. Rowling if J.K. Rowling just said things like that? Like, sixth book, chapter 15, what the fuck, I hurt Draco Malfoy. <laughs> yeah. Chapter so. 12, what the fuck, I have the hots for Jenny Weasley. That's how all of um, <laughs> the sixth we book turn chapters that in <laughs> Um Well, I guess you guys are all tuning in because you know what Cornelius Fudge's position is in the wizarding world. Yes, that's right. He is uh, a little poop. A poop of magic. Minister of Poop and Magic. <laughs> Both. He's the minister. That's a lot of power to be the minister of poop. I mean, just Everyone like waste management. Always. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, what happened in this chapter, Alex? Um, Can you give us a short synopsis? <laughs> I should be able to. Not um, much happens. Not much happens. Okay, let me think. I can't remember what happens in the beginning of this chapter. Oh, um, Harry, Ron, and Hermione have a useless conversation about Hagrid. Um, Hermione runs off. She gets petrified along with Penelope Clearwater. Then uh, everything gets canceled by McGonagall. Everyone freaks out. And Fudge, um, Fudge arrests Hagrid. And Malfoy comes in and dismisses Dumbledore. Thank you. That was beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> because um, I feel like it was just verbatim the chapter. This is what I don't oh, like Oh, and they about... tried to do Quidditch, but it's canceled forever. Right. Well, I, that was part of my everything's canceled. Oh, right. But, like, that, I feel like my synopsis was so short this week because nothing got me excited. I literally have one of my notes says, oh, it's for my, when I was talking, when I was writing my notes, um, my, my, my point system thing. All I have for my notes on my points is important stuff happened, but nothing brings me joy. <laughs> <laughs> Too true. <laughs> Are we ready to start it up? Yeah, I wanted to talk about this quote, like right in the beginning, about Hagrid, um, mm -hmm. about their little assessment. Which I think part of it is fair, where but I think Harry's like being really mean. He's like Hagrid would like want to come and put like a leash on it and like take it out for a walk or whatever because yeah. Hagrid does have like a like a huge soft spot for animals. Like we learn about the um, blasted scroots mm -hmm. and um, obviously Aragog later in this chapter. Yeah. Let us not forget about Grop. Later on. And then um, doesn't really count as animals, but, like, he's a really good relationship with all of the, um, with all of the, like, half, um, half wizard, half, you know, like, centaurs and, um, you know, and I think it has to do with his background as well. Like, he knows he's a half giant and I think he really connects with, um, like, he sees the good in all living things in a way that I think not many wizards think about. 
Yeah, and I think that's all good, but I was kind of saying a negative where he goes too far with it, like, with the blasted scroots and stuff like No, I that. do think he goes too far with it, but I yeah. was just giving reasoning for why, like, one of the reasons I think he is so forgiving is because he knows that, like, like, giants are, don't have the best reputation, especially with children and things like that, so I think he really, in his life, has looked for different reasons and tries to see the different um, the best in everything because of yeah. his past in particular. Um, and then Harry's like, but I don't think Hagrid would ever mean to kill anybody, still assuming that Hagrid has killed somebody accidentally. Which is not, like, it's just not, like, this is why I said that it's a stupid conversation. Like, I don't even, I can't even linger on this. Like, this beginning of the chapter made me so angry because it was just, like, it's so dumb. Like, there's no way Hagrid killed someone on accident because Hagrid couldn't survive that. Like... Yeah. He would definitely admit it immediately. Yeah. As we see in all... Like, every interaction we've ever had when Hagrid comes up against something like this. Like, he's like, I'd be willing to swear Harry didn't do it against the Ministry of Magic. And he... That was when... Like, he was willing to put himself in Azkaban for Harry. Hagrid is a worse liar than Harry. Yeah. There's no... No way that Hagrid did it. And then... They don't seem very concerned about it. This is what really makes... This was the tipping point for me is, one, they're going to go to bat saying that their friend that they've known for a year and a half now um, could potentially be a murderer and a little bit of a racist. Um, like, did they think this species was was predisposed to be racist? Like, clearly it's Slytherin's ghost. That, I mean... Slytherin's heir, that doesn't make any sense. Like, it doesn't make sense that it's Hagrid at all. But then they're like, oh, you know what? Just if it attacks someone else, then we'll ask him about it. Like, what? What? If you were really concerned, you would have asked immediately. Like, I would have asked immediately, hey, I traveled in this book and this dude named Tom Riddle said you did a thing that I'm pretty sure you didn't do. I think we need to have a conversation, buddy. I am 100% on board with you. Um, I was like, why wait? Just tell Hagrid you heard something and treat him like a friend, not like a child, or like he already did something wrong. Like, they do this all the time to Hagrid, where they treat him like a child, and I don't think, like, they always, I feel like, act like they're better than him. Agreed. Um, all of them do it. And, um, I said, like, Hermione is, like, the one that's like, let's just ask him. She's like, do you think we should just go and ask him? And then... Like, she gets talked out of it by, like, Ron, and they're like, uh, I think that would be awkward, so we don't want to have an awkward I think it'll be awkward. Like, three people are already in the hospital wing. Like, it's enough. And separately, I was like, Harry trusts Riddle more than he's, like, trusting Hermione and Ron, and, like, more than Hermione and Ron trust Riddle, and I'm wondering... At least for Harry, like, is it because he's, like, gotten close to the diary? Like, he's been inside of it, so maybe he's, like, kind of feeling some of the possession or whatever. It's, like, kind of um, getting to his head, and he doesn't even realize it. I think Harry also I has, like, this weird tendency to get really, like, addicted or attached to objects like this. Like... It, this this whole obsession with Tom and what Tom said is really, like, similar to the way he is about the Half-Blood Prince book to me. Like, it reminded me a lot Definitely. of it. And I was just like, Harry, like, 
you need to calm down with this stuff. Like, there are live people right here who are, like, telling you this is not the move. And I think because, especially with this, and I think a little bit with the Half-Blood, is that he just sees so much of himself in them. And I think because he doesn't have parents to like see himself in he's like grasping at anything which is really sad it's really sad I have the note like I have this quote I don't blame him for wanting to like he gets really defensive when they're like this 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 uh riddle person seems like a Percy like you know like why is he telling and Harry's like well I don't blame him I for wanting to stay here like Hogwarts is his home like he really, really But that sees argument himself. in itself shows that Riddle didn't have, like, good intentions. Like, but they Harry were doesn't selfish. see it that way. Like, I know, I know. He can't see it. Or he's so blinded by it. But what do you think about... Do you think because he's, like, been inside the diary and he's been close to it, like, Jenny got close to it, that he's starting to get a little um, pulled in by it? I think it's a good theory. If I ha- if I were reading this for the first time and I like the series for the first time and I hadn't seen Harry do it with the Half Blood Prince book, I would be more I think inclined to believe it. But for me, it seems like something that like a flaw in Harry's personality. Like it's it's something that he has proven to do on more than one occasion. Um, th- I think one difference with the Prince book is that. It does help him a lot, like, in potions and stuff like Mm -hmm. that. And he's, like, I'm actually learning from this. And, like, he sees the benefits. And then when it does have a bad thing, he's already, like, gotten so much good stuff from it. Yeah. It's the, this riddle one is, like, right out the gate. He's, like, I trust this guy. Um, I'm gonna, like, go against one of my good friends, like, automatically. And he's, like, convincing Ron and Hermione that, like, it's Hagrid. Look what I saw. No, I do. And I do think he, like, we talked about this kind of last week. Like, I do think the diary has gotten to him from the standpoint of the Horcruxes are supposed to target the things that would be your best motivator like it targets Jenny's loneliness and it isolates her even more and it targets Harry's like he shows him all this stuff about the family and stuff like that which I don't necessarily think are things that Harry needed to see right to get the information that he wanted but he knew so much about Harry that that's what he targeted so I do I think it's like a mixture of what we're saying like it definitely is the horcrux doing its horcrux work like it did with ron and whispering in ron's ear like oh hermione likes harry right you know um that was all my notes on that stuff um (laughs) just just another note how many monsters do you think uh this place could hold a fair bit i think it could hold a lot you know like you've clearly not studied every place in this castle like there's a whole class called magical creatures and you haven't seen one once (laughs) so i think the castle could probably hold a lot of magical creatures who said that ron i'm pretty sure i don't know yeah it was ron which i guess like he i was gonna say well they went to the forbidden forest and saw like some of the creatures in the forbidden forest which he technically wasn't there for that but he should still know better yeah I mean, maybe not to monsters that are, like, petrifying people, specifically um, muggle-borns, but... Um, right, but they don't know that Hagrid's monster, like, did that, you know? I, that's what I, I... For me, I read that line as, like, 
yeah, how many monsters could there be? It's like, yeah, Hagrid's monster, and there could be another one. Like, Hagrid has already had a dragon here, and other... Yeah. Well, they're assuming Hagrid's monster is, is this monster. I know. I'm just saying, like, they, they don't even consider that Hagrid could have something else that isn't this right. monster, which is, I think, really flawed on their point, because they've seen Hagrid carry, like... Well, that's what Hermione's trying to say, yeah. is that it could be something else. And then... Um, Ron shoots it down. Just like, she's like, let's go talk to him, and Ron's like, no, we shouldn't do that. Annoying. Um, yeah, I'm past this point now. Um, I'm like, good on you, Ernie, for being nice. No, I'm like, Ernie, wow, thank you for getting back your semblance of humanity. That's what I mean, like, well, not like, good on you, like, you get a point, I would just mean, like, good. I'm like, (laughs) could care less about Ernie, he's... The worst. Um, LOL at the Randy Mandrakes, though. That was my new, too. That's super funny. <laughs> Throwing house parties. Like, yes. Trying to do it. Yeah. Like Percy. <laughs> Ew. Why wasn't that, uh, why wasn't that your chapter title? Trying to do it like Percy. That was my theme of last chapter. <laughs> this one is too sad. It's just too sad. Oh, uh, Okay. Hermione signing up for every class, like, true. Same Hermione. But I was like, I like how this comes back, because she can't feasibly do all the classes. Also, just, like, Harry and Ron's ignorance, just, like, about why they're so dumb next book, comes, like, is, like, an exact repeat of this. Like, Harry's like, yeah, and Hermione signed up for every class, like, seems... Seems, Seems right. right. And I'm yeah. like, what the fuck, guys? You have seen the same okay, schedule that she Okay, to be fair, has. Ron is questioning it a lot because he's, like, obsessed with Hermione. Yeah. He, like, keeps asking, like, what's going on, and Harry's, like, so consumed with himself <laughs> that he's LOL. like, I don't know. To be fair, Harry's got a lot to be consumed with. He's got, like, two heads in his brain. <laughs> you can't let, like, one little, like, tiff about Harry. <laughs> I was making a joke. I know. <laughs> no, Harry is, like, clueless um um okay so i have a really good note that i'm patting myself on the back for i think perseid's advice here about the classes is really good i thought so too i was thinking that as well like i think it's really good advice and um this is one of my favorite percy moments that we've had so far because he also speaks really highly of his family which is what like gets at me about percy later like he's speaks highly about his father's job and about the choices his father made at Hogwarts that would make his job, like, better now. And then same with Charlie, which I feel like he doesn't really respect Charlie's job either later. Like, well, he, we don't really know. We don't know about that, but he, like, seems to really favor, like, like he likes Bill's job because it, you know. I feel like he doesn't talk about either of them. Like, we don't get that at all from Percy. I thought we... Okay, maybe. I mean, I don't know. I just... He definitely be. favors, like, jobs in the ministry but or not, to do... And, like, looks like, down on his head later on. Yeah. But. Okay. Um, but, um... I, I, I know what you're saying. Right. I just... I think it was really sweet, too, and I thought it was really great advice. Like, I just thought it... I don't know. I thought it was good that advice. I was like, Harry no. did not heed. Yeah, exactly. I'm just gonna take what Ron takes. Which, dumbest plan. Like, totally dumb. I mean, the classes they did were, like, probably the best for them. <laughs> But it, like, it does make me a 
a little angry because I'm like, one, Ron probably should have taken Muggle studies. And two, <laughs> like, and two, like, Harry, you grew up in the Muggle world. You should be a little more fascinated with magic than you are. Like, it's confusing to me that he's not interested in some of these other things. I think he just, like, it's, like, too new, and he's just like, I don't know about any of these things, so I'm just gonna pick whatever. Like, I Because do, it's all new information. I do think that he would have been terrible at arithmancy and, um... Ancient runes. Ancient runes. Like, I do think to avoid those was a good plan. But, um, what if, you know, Ron had taken ancient runes? Like, that would be awful for you, Harry. Um, so my question, I was going to ask, like, what classes would you have signed up for? So I think you can, like, normal people, not Hermione, pick three. And so Harry and Ron pick Divination, Care of Magical Creatures, and, um, or is it just two? Yeah. There's Care of Magical Creatures... Divination, Ancient Runes, Muggle oh. Studies, Arithmacy, um, is astronomy something they already take? I think they already take astronomy, yeah. Why don't they ever talk about astronomy? They talked about it in the first book. I know. I think, because I think he says, like, even one night a week we go up and, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I thought there, okay, so maybe there's just five. I thought there was another one, but I can't think of one. I don't think there's another one. I can't think of another one. And I have to write about these a lot in fanfiction. Okay, so you have to pick two. What would you take? Am I coming at it from me now? Like, or did I grow up in the wizarding world? Because if I didn't grow up in the muggle world, I think I would definitely want to take muggle studies. Mm-hmm. But if I was, like, a half-blood or a muggle-born, then I wouldn't take muggle studies. That seems useless to me. Like, in terms of the things that I could learn. So... Um, I would probably take what they take. I would definitely take care of magical creatures, and, um, I hate math, so I would not take arithmancy. And ancient ruins, ancient runes sounds, like, terrible for my dyslexia, so I also wouldn't (laughs) take that. So, um, if I grew up in the magical world, then I'd take divination and muggle studies. And if I didn't grow up in, wait, if I grew up in the magical world, I would take muggle studies and care of magical creatures and if i grew up in the magical world the non-magical world i would take uh, i got you you know what i'm saying i take the future one and the animal (laughs) i think that i would take muggle studies regardless because i like what hermione's saying like i think it'd be so interesting to think what wizards teach about muggles no i I think think that would be cool too but if i have like, that's information I could get from a friend. Like, I just need to look at the syllabus to see how funny that is. You know? Like, I feel like it would be a waste to me. Like, I would want it... Because all of them sort of interest me in some way. Like, if I had... If I could take all of them without doing the time turner... Yeah. Then I would. But if I had to sort of... I wouldn't take divination. Um, and, like, I would, I would like, not... Like, charismatic creatures wouldn't be my first choice either. So I think I would be taking arithmancy or maybe ancient runes, but I think arithmancy um, is more interesting to me. Yeah. So I think I would take muggle studies and arithmancy. 
That makes sense. That's so funny. We're so opposite. I know. Well, um, you had said Muggle Studies, too. No, but. I like the idea of Muggle Studies. I just, um, I know you feel similarly about, um, about, um, divination that Hermione does. Yeah. But I really am interested in, like, seeing the, like, in seeing the future. Like, I think that would be a cool brand of magic if it was more credible. So I think coming at it from a, um from a non-magical perspective, that would be something I'd be really interested in if I could, if it was a skill you could learn as right. opposed to it being a, like, born skill. I mean, I don't know how Frenzy teaches it. If it's more, um, I think his is just as, like, loose, but he, like, kind of admits that, that it's not. Yeah, but I think his is more something that you can, like, practice. Like, his is more about watching the stars and being able to see signs in the universe, which seems really cool. That would be more interesting to me. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, Trelawney is, like, not supposed to be a great teacher, but even if she was, like, I wouldn't, that wouldn't be, like, my brand anyway. Yeah, like, if if I had read the Harry Potter books and then I got to choose (laughs) TBH, I wouldn't choose Paramagical Creatures or Divination. Yeah, but with, if it was with Grumbly Plank, I would do it, but I would not want to be in Hagrid's Caravaggio yeah. Creature Slab. I know. I would, I would uh, do Muggle I would lose Studies, my mind. and uh, I'd fight my way through probably uh, uh, Ancient Ruins. Is it? Ruins. Or, you know what I would actually really do? I'd be like, instead of an elective, can I, like, be a teaching aide? Like, I'd probably, like... For which class? Uh, probably Defense would be the class that or charms those would be one of my two favorite classes yeah i like to think that i'd be good at potions but i don't know if i actually would be i think how are you at i equate potions with science like i was like fine in science in school so i think i'd be fine at potions i don't think i would particularly enjoy it i didn't really enjoy science but i did like well at it and i liked chemistry because it had math, and I think potions is probably the most, like, chemistry, mm-hmm. so I think in that sense I would be good at it, but, um, I don't like baking, <laughs> which I also associate with potions, because you have to, like, be exact and all that stuff, and I like cooking, where you can just kind of, like, put a dash of this in, and a little bit of that, which if you're really good at potions, then you can do that, Yeah. but when you're learning and having to be, like, so exact, I think I would get really frustrated with that. See, that would be my, like, favorite part of potions. Like, <laughs> We're so different. Because <laughs> I don't like, I don't like cooking because it's so much about, like, you you know, like, you gotta put, see, like, if you give me an exact, um, you give me detailed instructions, I can follow those instructions, and I will get out of it the same thing that you're making, but I can't, like, you know what I'm saying? That's, that would, that would be what would be really calming and settling for me about potions is that, like, if I just tried my best and followed the instructions, then I would be mildly successful in it, which is why I think I'd be fair at it. Not great. Moving on, that calm. Just a little quote. (laughs) Kill. This time. Let me rip. Sounds like you're gonna fart basilisk. (laughs) Maybe choose some different wording. This is my note. He really needs to expand his vocabulary. (laughs) Let me rip. Like, I don't understand the let me rip thing. Like, what is he ripping? Their flesh? Yes. Like, yes, but it seems so strange. J.K. Rowling, (laughs) But also a snake like that totally would just swallow whole. Right, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't understand the ripping deal. 
because I don't even think like ripping is not really a snake thing. Like they either inject the poison and then swallow whole and digest, or they um, wrap around and suffocate and then. I guess it just like takes like multiple like bites, like. But that's not a rip. It's like pierce would be a better word. It yeah. just rip seems like a very weird. Well, word. see, if it was Hagrid's pet, he would be teaching him vocabulary like he does with Grom. So, another point against it not being Hagrid. <laughs> that is clearly what J.K. Rowling was thinking. She was like, it would know more vocab if it was Hagrid's pet. Um, to be fair, Aragog does have a full um, a full knowledge. Does speak English oh, yeah. very well. Um, so, Harry's diary would have never been stolen if the bo- if the... Boys have the same rules as the girls' dormitory. Hashtag equal rights. Because in the girls' dormitory, if a boy tries to yeah. walk up the stairs, it turns into a slide and they can't walk up. But the girls can go into the boys' dormitory, which seems super, like, weird. Like, just make it the same for both. <laughs> I think it's more of a a weird peeping Tom thing. Like... She assumes that girls wouldn't want to sneak right. into the boys' like, door. I think it's perfectly, like, innocent. I was just joking. Like, in, in this way. I I honestly don't like it on either one, but I like, I don't like that they're, like, 17 and they can't, like, have, like, friends that are, like, girls or guys, like, in their room. It seems really, like... Because pers- that would be completely abused. Like... Yeah. But that's not a rule. That's what I'm saying. It's like the girls can go into boys' dormitories. There's no like rule about it. It's just like of your own like. I wouldn't be fruition. surprised if there was technically a rule. It's never discussed. Because sometimes Ron will say like you're not allowed in here or you're not supposed to be in here. That's because Ron's like a little well, right? But I mean, like he does say that. Whatever. This is just my own personal thing because I, as twenty, as a twenty three year old, I'm still technically not allowed to have boys in my room, <laughs> which is you know ridiculous That's for on another a level. multitude of reasons that that is That's ridiculous rule for me in particular. Like they are a boarding school, right? It's I'm different. Just, I know it's different. <laughs> I'm saying this is like my personal experience is clouding my judgment in this particular instance. Um, Hermione says, but only a Gryffindor could have stolen and nobody else knows our password. And Harry says, exactly. What does he mean by exactly? Like, who does he think took it? Hagrid? Does he think Hagrid? Yes! Yeah. Also, he and Ron got into the Slytherin common room, so. (laughs) (laughs) Everything about this is, I can't. This chapter's so bad. I hate this chapter. Like, nothing about it brought me joy, except for Percy. Percy's the one thing that brought me joy. Percy and the Mandrakes. Which, if that's, like, your bar right now, that's really bad. Real bad. Because uh, I didn't even really crack a smile. I was just like... Um, Hermione, please explain things before you run off. Yes. Like, I get that this is a device JK is using, but I'm really not. It's used throughout the entire series. And I, like, it makes me so angry. One, because this is so important. She's not like, oh, Harry, by the way, you're not going crazy. I think you can hear a snake that's in the walls. She's like, ooh, I just thought of something. Okay, thanks, bye. 
Um, one more thing on the diary being stolen. Harry's like, Hermione's like, go tell, like, report that you there was a robbery. And Harry's like, no, because how many people knew that Hagrid had been expelled? Like, you don't have to tell that story. You can just say, Literally, there was I no had need, a book that was stolen. No need to tell any of that. None. Like, so you bad. are the worst. I'm really mad at Harry in this chapter. Same. Um, so that's why I'm, like, hoping that he's, like, a little bit possessed. <laughs> um. Oh, yeah, I was, oh, so with Hermione running off. Yes, Hermione, you should talk. But also, like, Harry, what has happened the other times you've heard this voice? Don't let your muggle-born friend go alone. Like, True. Oh my god, I did not even think about that. Like, be like, okay, I'm gonna come with you. Or, like, Ron, go with her. Like, yeah. he's worried about Quidditch. Oh. <laughs> Harry, look, come on. Look, I'm, I, I hate this chapter so much. And then this chapter goes from being bad to just sad. Because it was so traumatizing for me as a child when Hermione gets Especially petrified. Especially in the movie. Like, well, in the movie, I already knew that she survived it. But in the oh, book, the yeah. first time, first of all, my little dyslexic self was trudging on through. I didn't even know if I understood what I was reading correctly. I was like, Hermione's petrified. This can't be the case. Because this is really our first time, other than, like, Ron with the chest. We know he's okay. But, like, one of them is seriously hurt. And I was really concerned for Hermione. Because I loved Hermione so much, and this was very sad and traumatizing to me. Sorry, Penelope, you you sort of got the shaft when I was a child. Although I do feel bad for you now. Do you think that she's a muggle-born, or um, just like she was in the wrong place at the wrong time? I think she's a muggle-born. Because they say, well, they keep on saying attacks. But I assume she's a muggle-born because... She would be the only non-muggle-born yet, so I feel like somebody would have brought up that she's the only non-muggle-born yeah. yet. Because I always think about this in the seventh book, because Hermione uses Penelope's name when they um, get snatched, and I keep thinking, like, she's using another muggle-born's name. No, That's but stupid. she uses it so that Harry doesn't get caught. No, I know why she uses it, but, like... But I think it's smart that she uses another muggle-born, because if she uses a pure blood, why would she be on the run? No, because they're rounding up muggle-born, so, like, she would still get, like, taken away. Like, I, she I know, but I think they... I think... For me, I, like, Harry also uses a name that's not really, like, on any list. Like, I think it's more suspicious if she's, like, running and she uses a pure blood name. Because they can confirm that that person is or not there. Or just, like, a half-blood or anything. Or, like, not a school. Like, well, Penelope's oh, not well, a school. And, well, doesn't, isn't it just in the movie that she says Penelope Clearwater half-blood? Because she says half-blood in the movie. For sure. Oh, she's I don't like, think she says Half-Blood in the book. That's what I meant. Yeah, like, she says Penelope Clearwater Half-Blood in the movie. I know for sure. I, I don't think she says in the book, but I still think, like, that's, like, not a good lie. Like, because you're gonna get, like, they're all gonna get taken if they're with a, mu a muggle-born. I know. I just, in my head, I think they're... They're gonna get taken either way. Like, I don't see why... Like, I don't think it's believable that a pure blood wizard but that's or, not the only option is pure blood and muggle born or half blood but would, like they don't have a list of all pure bloods or like half bloods i i guess that's true 
And I, I mean, I think she just, like, makes a panic choice, which is, like, fine. And they don't even say anything about it, so it's not even an issue. But I always think about, like, is, is Penelope Clearwater a muggle-born um, based off this book? I just, I always go back to that. No, yeah. No, I think it is a good, like, thought, thought, thought tank. And then even morbid, more morbid, morbidly, is that why she and Percy never get together is because she's, like, killed in the war because she's a muggle. (laughs) No more of this. Um, but, like, we don't, we, there's no confirmation of that, guys. He does not need to get with Penelope Clearwater, his first ever girlfriend. But it's like sweet. Everybody else is with their first ever boyfriend or girlfriend. Well, we <laughs> fair. <laughs> not true. Ginny has goes through like That's four. True. And, and Harry's her, not Hermione either, has really. and crumb. Hermione has crumb. Her, yeah. uh, Ron has lav. That's true. I just uh, like everyone's from school. Like everyone's Luna from Hogwarts. Um. Yeah. That's true. There's a lot of instances where it's not but um anyway no it's funny no i was just really it's a joke but also i also think think penelope was like boy i saw what you turned into (laughs) true yeah that's a great that's what i like to think is that penelope was done with i because for some reason i like penelope i I don't like um well do you think that she was like because everyone else is going to the Quidditch match, do you think, like, she and Percy were, like, uh, you know, off on one of their little sneaky sneaks, and, like, he was, like, not that far, like, away when this happened? Because, like, everyone else is, like, down at the Quidditch pitch. Maybe. That's sad. And that's why he's even more upset, because he was, like, not that, like, they had just seen each other. I thought a lot. I've thought a lot about Percy and Penelope, Please which is stop. why I'm so invested. I'm gonna send you Percy and Penelope fan fiction. It's like not even fan fiction. It's just the book, right? But I'm saying like the story, like fan continues, like canon fic- fan fiction. That's the thing. Oh, come on, we did a whole episode on it. Okay, this is so tragic. Hermione, yes, <laughs> and and Penelope. No, it's just everything about it is tragic. It really hurts me. Although, I, like, just, I love and hate that the school is, like, really just react as if, as it, like, in the way that I feel like they should react. But it is sort of fucked up that it's when Hermione and Penelope get attacked. They yeah, get like, kicked into high gear. Okay, so now we've had, like, five people attack, so now we'll do something. Right, exactly. Um, this is the first mention of Lee, and it's not cool. I was like, not all Slytherins, um, because yeah. it's like how people treat like Muslims, and um, like okay, so a couple bad eggs, and now we want to like throw out the entire. No, house. I thought the exact same thing. Like not specifically, and like but. all like, and I'm not saying it's just the Gryffindors, but they're all like cheering, like yes, Lee, like let's kick all the Slytherins out. And, it's a like, bad move. It's, it's a real, real bad it's move. It's really bad. And I'm like mad that this is our only bit of Lee in this book too. My my uh, my question was almost, and it's like a joke. My question was almost, how many people of color speak in this chapter and name them? Because <laughs> Dean and Lee each get like their first line in this whole book in this chapter i wanted to laugh so hard oh god except for in the book no races are given no 
Dean is described as a black boy, and so is, so is, uh, uh, so is, um, Lee. They're both described as black. And then the Patils, you assume. <laughs> as, as with Chang. They just say that it's Fred and George's friendly Jordan. No, when you first meet him, it is explicitly, or it, it says, Lee, it definitely, it says, like, dark-skinned or something, but Dean Thomas is definitely, like, a black boy. Or so, like, it's very explicit. I know they talk about, I think they mention that Lee has dreads, and I know they mention that about Angelina, too. Yeah, Angelina has braids. Or braids, yeah. With little beads at the end. Wow, in the movie. <laughs> huh? No, in the books. Oh, like, yeah, because they talk about her beat, like, yeah. um, the Slytherins make fun of her. Yeah, pansy in They're racist on all levels. Yes! Like, <laughs> not all of them. Molly, you've just done it. I said... Well, oh, I, well, I meant, Slytherin. like, I did say they, but I meant, like... The ones that were doing yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I might have said all Slytherins. It's yeah, fine. see, I just did it, too. They don't have good luck. <laughs> to be fair. They also... But I'm not saying let's they, kick them all out. No. To be fair, though, like, similar with what you were saying with, like, discrimination, their representation of their group has not been well... Um, he's described yeah, as a dark-haired, kind of, dark-skinned yeah, boy. Yeah, I do kind of recall that, but I don't, yeah, I was like, I don't think they've ever used the term, like, black in the books, but, um, I could definitely be wrong. And I mean that, like, in a good way, that she doesn't, like, identify race. I'm, like, here or there about it. Um, I think she could include more race. Because the the problem with not, the problem with not including race is that the default is white. White, yeah. So it makes it hard, especially in movie adaptations. And then you Well, I was gonna say, on the flip side, because it's not included, then, like, you can- you, you could interpret it different ways, but people don't. Right, but it also is, like, if you're gonna really do a race-blind book casting, you have to really think about it. Like, you can't be like, their cheeks were rosy, because then I know yeah. you're white. Like, you know what I'm saying? Or, like, flaming red hair. Like. Right, exactly. You've got to be really careful about it. So I think it's fine, and I do think de- descriptions are really important in books. I just think you need to then have a varied description for your characters. Yeah. Um... um. Being escorted to the restroom by a teacher, like, Hogwarts is big. That's all I'm going to say about that, is that Hogwarts is big. There's a lot of students, and I feel like it's a little, like, unless they're doing it, like, pre-K style, where everyone lines up and they have to go at one time. That's true. Seems a little unrealistic. Because, like, if you're in class and you're like, I have to go to the bathroom. Or at least do the buddy rule. Yeah. I also Although they under- have had double attacks. I also don't understand, like, are prefects, like, not a thing anymore like well they mention that the prefects are like um helping man the castle like at night Mm -hmm. it's like full of prefects and professors so they are like utilizing the prefects yeah Um, but that could be one of the escorts as a prefect that's what i that's really my yeah but a prefect did get petrified yeah so (laughs) i don't know if they should be warning the castle um um 
I would just like to say again that once again, the professors are urging them to come forward with information and Harry refuses, insisting on throwing himself into danger. Like, no, now we must go in hiding to go see Hagrid instead of McGonagall, who's like, if you have any kind of information, I'd be happy to hear it. And I get that McGonagall hasn't always been super and like proves like later in the books that she's not always like willing to um, believe them. Yeah. But it's still like problematic <laughs> that I think they are so weary of going to anybody when they're like 12 years old. Agreed. But I also like, I have no defense for them. Like, I love, usually love defending them, playing devil's advocate in this, <laughs> this, this chapter. I just can't. Like, people it, are, it makes like, me being so, petrified. Right. Their best friend is petrified. So why would you not give up any fucking information that you know? <laughs> yeah. Like, it just makes me so angry. Like, they do not understand the gravity of the situation. And then, like, I understand that this is a warring emotion for Harry right now, but it just makes me salty that we have to be in his head for him to have this selfish thought. When, like, she, he's He's like, I keep thinking about Hermione, and then I keep thinking about how I might have to go back to the Dursleys, and I'm like, the Dursleys do not matter right I now. I know, and like, honestly, it's not that bad since you've like gotten magic. Yeah. Well, actually, no, it is pretty bad. They like literally locked him in his room. I kind of forgot about that. To be fair, like, it is terrible, and that is a really normal thought to have. Like, yeah. it's a normal experience, and it makes sense. I'm glad that she included it, but yeah. it just made me mad in that moment. I was like, I would have such self-hate for thinking that yeah. at the time. And he does. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was my tiny rant on that. Um, my <laughs> next note just says, Dean and Seamus, late night by the fire. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag Demas, it lives. Uh, that's amazing. Um, I said, <laughs> this is just a dumb note. The idea of Snape doing anything as normal as sneezing is funny to me. Just, like, because they're, like, walking, Harry and Ron are, like, under the invisibility cloak walking through the (laughs) castle, and, like, Ron steps his toe and, like, yells out, but it's, like, at the exact same moment that Snape sneezes, which is so funny to me that, like, Snape does anything as normal as sneezing. Agreed. Fair. (laughs) Like, I want to see Snape with a head cold. (laughs) Just, like... You like Snape? <laughs> I want to see Snape laugh so hard he like pees a little. <laughs> I think I just peed a little laughing. <laughs> These are what I want. This is what I want out of my life. Oh man. Um. <laughs> or even just Snape laughing. <laughs> oh god, no, that's scary. <laughs> no, I like to imagine that him and her McGonagall like are friends. McGonagall's made Snape laugh. Mm, Many. Don't. Maybe like a sly smile. Right, exactly. Not a chuckle. (laughs) Um, Did no one notice them open the big front door? Like, they're like, it's so full of um, people and everything, but we'll just sneak out the front door. Okay. I'm at Fudge. Oh, well, I said, who is Hagrid expecting that he's going to use a bow and arrow on? I think he is expecting fudge. But he's going to use a crossbow on fudge? Who knows? (laughs) Um, Yeah, I'm at fudge. (laughs) Okay. Look at it from my point of view. 
said Fudge, fidgeting with his bowler. I'm under a lot of pressure. Got to be seen to be doing something. If it turns out it wasn't Hagrid, he'll be back, and no more said. But I've got to take him. Got to. Wouldn't be doing my duty. Got to be seen doing something is our first, like, impression of the Ministry of Magic. And I love it. These are terrible, like, I sentences that are, like, all about Fudge and how he's being perceived and not about the actual danger. And they don't care about getting the right person. They care about having a scapegoat. Hashtag my chapter title. And I think it's so, it's such a good introduction to something that becomes, like, a running theme for the Ministry throughout the rest of the book. My note on that is, this line defines fudge, literally in all caps. Yeah. Alex can attest. Uh, <laughs> I thought the exact same thing, but also just a little before that. I do think that their description, or J.K. Rowling's description of fudge's appearance is so funny. <laughs> yes. It's, um, Jim Dale will read it for us. It was Dumbledore. He entered, looking deadly serious, and was followed by a second very odd-looking man. The stranger had rumpled grey hair and an anxious expression, and was wearing a strange mixture of clothes, a pinstripe suit, a scarlet tie, a long black coat, and pointed purple boots. Under his arm, he carried a lime-green bowler. The lime-green bowler comes back a lot. Yeah, the bowler is dumb. Um, and then I had a theory, I guess. So, well, it started out as a question. So... If Hagrid was accused the first time around, wouldn't they, like, arrest him immediately after the first attack? But then I was thinking that I don't think Hagrid was accused of doing the, cha <clears throat> of, doing the Chamber of Secrets. I think he was expelled for having a forbidden creature. And it was never, like, said, oh, Hagrid opened the chamber. It was just that, oh, you had a creature you weren't supposed to have, oh. so that's why you're being expelled. I think Which that's I think fair. makes a lot more sense for, like, why it's, like, just a precaution and all that stuff. Cause yeah, I'm like, this it's is like your weird. records against you. Yeah. That, yeah, that makes sense. Because I was like, this doesn't make any sense at first. And then I was like, oh, maybe it's really because he had something he wasn't supposed to and they think it's what opened the chamber but they don't actually they can't actually prove it which is i think a good on all around like good that they didn't arrest him first time for that because right i it also just i think that's fair what you're saying because it doesn't make sense that he wouldn't be in jail like if he really was blamed right. for the chamber like a girl did die and we were saying exactly. this earlier like it doesn't make sense that he wasn't arrested um, and that he's allowed to teach on the Hogwarts, or not teach on the Hogwarts, live on the Hogwarts ground. Exactly, yeah. Um, and probably, um, something similar that happened to Newt Scamander that, um, yeah, <laughs> who's from the Fantastic Beast series, and he was also expelled from Hogwarts, but, like, kept his wand, so something happened there, we Aww, think. Newty, Newty Newts. LOL at Dumbledore looking right at Harry and Ron through the invisibility cloak. I know. I skipped because I didn't have any notes to say about Lucius Malfoy that weren't obvious. I said, why is Malfoy the worst? <laughs> like, and Lucius is the worst to me. I, like, can't even... I couldn't... I can't even talk about him. Well, I said, why... Excuse me. I said, why... How does he know about Hagrid? Like, it doesn't seem like anybody else knows like that Hagrid was even remotely associated with the whole chamber being opened at all the first time and he's like oh good you're already here like well I think 
the go- uh, Lucius is a governor. So, and Fudge says the governors are, um... I guess they've been kept informed. Yeah, because he says the govern- governors are asking questions or they're pushing or something like that. Yeah. At the beginning, and Lucius is, I assume, one. And they don't, um... I think that this might just be something that she develops later, is that Malfoy is in, like, Fudge's pocket, or Fudge is in Malfoy's pocket, more mm-hmm. likely. And I I don't know if she fleshed that out in this book yet, because they have, they, like, are not friendly or anything. Yeah, they don't seem, like, on the same. Yeah. Yeah. In fact, like, Fudge seems scared of Malfoy, which is actually probably true for the rest of the series, yeah. but, um... Ugh, Lucius, get out of here. I... I can't talk about him anymore. Um, okay, well, I'll keep talking. You can talk about him. Um, I think this is kind of funny, though. I was like, Malfoy is, like, trying to get appointed as, um, print, well, I said, I was in my head thinking principal, but as, like, headmaster, I think, because he's, like, hopefully the next person. But then I was also, like, he's such, like, a PTA, PTA president, yeah. drama yeah, mama, like, such, parent. He's such a PTA dad. Yes, he's, like, a PTA parent, and it's so, it's, like, too much. And I also just watched the movie um, Bad Mom. Yes, which, I love that movie. I was just thinking. Um, and I was, like, he's just, like, those parents on there, like, wanting to, like, rule the school and, mm-hmm. like, super into being in the PTA. Yes. <laughs> like, his blonde ponytail. <laughs> like, uh, it brings, like, my father will hear about this to a new... Yes. Way. Like, hair, like Draco has the kind of parent that I hate having in my class. <laughs> the one that, like... Too involved. Yes, far too involved. Um, this is a little quote I have that's a famous quote. You will find that I will only truly have left this school when none here are loyal to me. You will also find that help will always be given at Hogwarts to those who ask for it. I just have some additions, some add-ons, some stipulations, some fine print to go <laughs> along with this. Um, I, unless you're... Kudos, though. It, it's like a lovely quote. It's a lovely quote. I just have some, like, fine print that I don't think they could have included. So, like, unless you're Harry in book five, unless you are in Snape's potion class, unless you are a depressed 12-year-old girl. Okay, those are super dark. Um, I will say, though, that in most of those cases, like, they don't ask for help. Harry specifically asked for help fifth year to like Snape. no to Dumbledore like Dumbledore doesn't tell him anything like and he's ignoring Harry yeah. and Harry is asking Dumbledore what's up and Dumbledore is like <laughs> I can't he's ignoring money. him yeah Bye. yeah no that's like super ducked up but like not the same thing I don't think <laughs> right I'm just saying Hogwarts help just it's not given <laughs> when asked for <laughs> Again, I don't think it was, like, asked for, though. He's not like, hey, Dumbledore, help me. But he's like, Dumbledore, what's going on? Dumbledore, tell me what's not going on. Not the same thing. Just I'm saying. just gonna stipulate. I'm just saying it was said by Dumbledore, and it's really ironic, because Dumbledore is the one who gives the least help. <laughs> Meanwhile, I said hashtag mic drop from Dumbledore. <laughs> like, yeah, mic drop, like, in the room, but, like, it's a useless words. But then I was like... Again, he's, like, okay with them doing this on their own. And I said another morbid thought. This is just a morbid chapter. I'm sorry. Yeah, it, it literally brings me no joy. Um, I was, like, 
Is he kind of thinking, like, if Harry dies, like, one less Horcrux? No. No. Because he knows the prophecy, so he knows that Harry's important. Look, I kind of am starting a new theory that the prophecy is horseshit, and that it doesn't need to be Harry. That's my theory. So you... (laughs) I don't think it's supported by the books at all. That's just me saying, like... I think that... Um, yeah, I mean, like, if you're saying, like, your own personal theory, like, not supported by the text, but I definitely think the whole, like, theme of this is that dump, that Voldemort chose his own, his own destruction, so I do think that Harry has to be the chosen one because Voldemort decided to go to, um, his house that day. And he created Harry as the last Horcrux. Like, it has to be Harry, because Harry is also the one thing keeping him alive and the one thing that can kill him. You know, it's a very, like, literary, it's written that way, to be Harry. I definitely think within the whole context of the book and what we're given, like, definitely is the chosen one. But I just mean, like, the idea of, like, Harry having to be the one to get rid of all the Horcruxes, I don't think is true. Because also, like, Ron and Hermione... No, I don't, I, I don't think Harry has to be the one to kill all the Horcruxes, but I think if he dies here, then he can't be the ultimate defeater of Voldemort, which is what's important. But if Harry died like he intended to, then somebody else would have killed Voldemort. Oh, I see what you're saying, because the... Because Harry goes to die at the end. Which, Dumbledore's like, I hoped you would come back, but I didn't know for sure. I see what you're saying, but I think it's... See, I don't think he can... I, see, this is, oh my gosh, this brings up, like, a really interesting theory about whether Harry can really die. Well, that's come up before, and that's a fan theory that I'm going to bring up, is that Harry is immortal. I Until Voldemort kills the Horcrux. Like, I don't think he's immortal, but I think, like, the Basilisk could have killed him. But I don't think he can, like, die from a killing curse. Or the Horcrux, I don't think, can die from a killing curse. So but I, Harry would have. So, like, I think it's worse if Harry dies here, because then the Horcrux doesn't die, and it's just living in his corpse. That's true. Although, yeah, I don't know. This is a conversation probably for later on. But it's a really good thing to bring up. Um, I just get a little sassy about, like, Dumbledore being like, it has to be Harry. And, like, we can't tell anybody else, which, again, like, Dumbledore, Dumbledore like, just tell more people stuff. Like, he has weird, like, Dumbledore and Harry have, like, a similar, like, it has to be me. I'm the only one that has to know. Which I get annoyed with. Yeah, me too. Um. It's, like, they both have the same sort of, like, hero complex about things like that. Like, it's egotistical in a very, like, self-righteous way. Exactly, yeah. Um, so I'll just lighten it a little bit. Like, who's gonna feed Fang? Like, Fudge? (laughs) Because according to Fudge, it's only him there that Hagrid's like, follow the spiders, which seems, like, a little crazy. And, um... And he's like, somebody's gonna feed Fang, and it's just him and Fudge. Fudge is like, I'm not coming back to feed your dog. Like, dude. (laughs) Poor Fang. Um, Where do you think Dumbledore goes when he's, like, not at the school? Hopefully he's finding some Horcruxes. 
But, like, Prab's not. No, Prab is just, like, ch- chilling out. He's, like, goes to Aruba. This is, like, his only time for vacay. <laughs> Wherever he lives during the summer halls. I'm pretty sure he lives at Hogwarts. <laughs> that's, obs- that's depressing. But, really, I don't, I'm trying to think, like, where would he actually go, like... Well, he goes somewhere in sixth, too. Or not sixth. Wait, oh, yeah. Yeah, but he's, like, hunting this. Yeah. I don't know if that's what he's doing this time. I don't know. I don't see him, like, taking a holiday. Yeah. Like, he's definitely not sitting at home reading. Right. But, like, maybe. He, He does like books. Like, reading important things. Like, I don't know. Well, I wonder if... I'm, he's sitting at his pensive going over all of the mistakes but like he, this hogwarts is his home like he where else would he be going like i don't think he has another house or anything but he, i'm sure he just maybe he goes to godric's hollow no he would never no. do that maybe he's like still at the school just like secretly <laughs> that would i it would not surprise me i was just about to say that like, like he just, just stays in, in his study. chambers yeah he's and because her i'm assuming mcgonagall is like the acting yeah mistress. And she would just be in her office, and she probably knows that... Well, no, actually, she's like, Dumbledore's gone, so... Um. Well, yeah, I don't think he can be on the Hogwarts campus, because then he's, like, super neglectful, because of all the shit that goes down, like... Yeah. Later. Like, I don't think he would have all that happening and, like, stay in his room. That's true. Um, so, that mystery is still out there. Where did... There's our next discussion. Where, Where does Dumbledore go? <laughs> Alright, that was my last note. Mine, too. You seem defeated. I did not like this chapter. It was depressing and sad. And not good. It made me really angry at Harry, which I don't like being. My rats fudge. Because corrupt government. Like, I think it's a really good introduction to fudge, but, like, I hate fudge, so. Um... I was like, there are so many rats in this chapter. Yeah. Like, that's what I kept thinking. And I just gave it to Malfoy because he's like... Oh, Lucius. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what did Draco do? No, big Malfoy. Just because he's like... <laughs> the worst. Yeah, agreed. Um, but I thought about giving it to Fudge. Um, I kind of thought about giving it to Dumbledore for a minute, which I think I was just, like, frustrated with him for, like, a second. Um... I thought about giving it to Harry or Ron. I thought about giving it to Ron. I, like, did consider giving it to Ron. I'm also, like, really mad at Harry right now. We're in a low place. Um, Who did you give your champ to? Please tell me it was Percy. It wasn't, although... Uh, You were so positive about Although it should be Percy, so I could... I'll change it to Percy. My champ. No, I... Because I didn't... I, like, my champ is sort of a throwaway. So, I'll give it to Percy. That's fair. I for, I think by the end of this chapter reading it, I was so defeated that I forgot that that Percy thing happened, TBH. <laughs> Same. I didn't give it to Percy. I gave it to Hagrid. Me I too. Like, he needs a win. That's <laughs> exactly what I did. I gave mine to Hagrid, and then it's, like, a little bit like he needs a win, but I said he also, like, he's about to be taken to Azkaban, and he's still defending the school. I know. He's like, you can't take Dumbledore away, like. Yeah. There'll be killings next. I do like in the movie, there's like a little add-on where Malfoy's like, you think so? Like, it's so sneaky, because he's like, just pinning it on Hagrid. I hate Malfoy. Um, I but ah! I do think that was a good add-on for the Lucius movie. Lucius Malfoy makes me so angry. 
Because he's my rat. Because I also blame all of Draco's Draco-ness on Lucius, like, as a Draco sympathizer. So Lucius just has so much shit in my, like, in my book that I just can't stand him. Um, but yeah, so, like, I'll, I'll split my champ. Goes to person. Hag. Um, I almost gave it to Hermione because she got petrified, but I was like, that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> good good on you, Hermione, for getting petrified. No, like, sometimes no, I, I give champs for people I feel bad for. Yeah, which is what we did with Hagrid. Um, oh, poor Hagrid. Yeah. No, I do feel bad for Hagrid. Also, like, can we talk about this? Like, Azkaban's a horrifying place right now. Like, this is not post-books Azkaban, where they get rid of Dementors. Like, Hagrid's got a lot of sadness in his past. Like, poor he Hagrid. He talks about it. That's so sad. Um, in the next book, which, can I just say again, I'm so excited to talk about the next book. <laughs> Maybe I'm overhyping, but I don't think so. I mean, I, I always think that my perception of what the third book is is, like, way better than when I am about to read it. And then I start reading it, and I rediscover why I love the third book so much. I will get really annoyed with Ron and a little bit of Hermione in the third one. Oh, definitely with both of them. And I do get, like, you'll see this, guys. Sorry. I get really, really upset the whole third book. Because Sirius is my favorite well, character. Yes. I mean, that, but, like... I don't necessarily get mad at a specific character. No, I don't know. That's yeah. upset, like, not yeah, angry. Like I sad. get sad. Like, it just makes me really, really sad the whole time, especially Harry's reaction to Sirius really affects me. I'm like, stop, my precious baby. Like, Plus, we have the ultimate rat, but um, maybe that'll be my rat for every single chapter. <laughs> rat is rat. <laughs> rat is rat. Rat is rat. Hashtag rat is rat. I wish. Uh, we'll see. That's true. <laughs> nothing, nothing beside, nothing can uh, really compare maybe Umbridge with my hate for Wormtail. How many points did you give this chapter though? 25. So I, before we started talking about it, I gave it 40 points. But after, what? Ta- after talking, I'm giving it 20 points. <laughs> like I literally changed it in my notes. Yeah. I gave it 25 because they, we do get a lot of useful information. Well, I think that's why I gave it 40 originally. But, like, it's a terrible chapter. Um, Alright, so I'm just saying, like, that's at least two chapters now in this book that are low points. <laughs> and more for me, because I didn't really like the first two chapters that much. So, just saying. <laughs> we talked about this last episode. No, I know, I know. I was just telling her this story. Um, oh, well, I just went back through my notes, lol, at George saying, Percy's in shock, um, that yeah. Ravenclaw girl Penelope Clearwater, she's a prefect. prefect. I don't think he thought the monster would dare attack a prefect. <laughs> uh, great line. Thanks. Thanks, George, for that. Hogwarts, Hogwarts, hoggy, hoggy, Hogwarts, teach us something, please. Quiz, 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 quiz. Who are they going to play in Quidditch? That's my question. <laughs> I did not know that was your Hufflepuff, it is my question. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, I had nothing for this chapter. Um, introducing 
our quiz, what is it? Like, our game show host. Gribbly Squat. Are you going to introduce yourself? Yes, hello. I'm Griffin. I am here to deliver the ultimate quiz question. Okay, are we supposed to, like, ding in if we know it? Okay, we're going to ding in for the first person to, like, answer it. So we have to slap the table. Okay, I'm just going to read the paragraph and... Nice and loud. Yeah, we'll see. Are we'll you... see if either of you can get it. Wait, what? Wait, what is are the we cu- supposed to be guessing? What are we guessing? It's it's the name of a book. Let me Travels read. with pearls. No. Excuse me. Do we have to wait for you to finish the question? No. If you if you think you can know it, I'm just oh, going to start God. reading off the sentence that it's okay. Said. All right. They hurried down to the Gryffindor common room, which was half empty, and joined Hermione. Who is sitting alone, reading a book called... Traveling with Trolls. It's not Traveling with <laughs> Trolls. If she gets it wrong, can I guess again? Yeah. Just until someone gets it. Makes it all more exciting. Five, four, three, two. Potions something. No. <laughs> Voyages with Vampires. No. It's is it a Lockhart book? I don't think so. No, it's I don't not think a they mentioned book. a Lockhart book. This they chapter. did. They do mention Traveling with Trolls, which is why I thought that was that. And it's in a different part, I guess, but I don't know what she's reading. I have no idea. Okay. It's Ancient Runes Made Easy. I oh! knew I knew it was gonna be about the new class. Okay, now you have to come up with another question because neither of us we, got that. Yeah, we need a tiebreaker. But I'm telling you that Traveling with Trolls wasn't that chapter. He was never mine to love. That was a great question, though. Yeah, good job, Gribble. Thank you. We should have Grib do this every chapter. I do. Question two. How many months have passed since Justin and nearly headless Nick? Four. Did... That's what I was thinking. Okay, it's four. <gasps> Dang, I was going to say four. I didn't buzz in. <laughs> Gotta buzz in. Sorry. We'll, well play. We'll right. play. <laughs> four months or four thousand grib? What is four months? Alright, I think Alex won. Fair and square. Good game. Good game. Good game. Don't good game. I was looking through um, our good friend Waters and the ultimate unofficial guide to the mysteries of Harry Potter, and I'm not seeing a lot of good stuff in here this time. I mean to be fair, there's not that much good stuff in this chapter. Yeah, there's nothing really in in there, so it is. Okay, so thanks for joining us. <laughs> Alex will sing, sing your rendition of um, One More Chapter on My Own. One More Horrible Chapter. This is why I have to sing Les Mis right now, because this chapter put me in such a state of sadness that I went to Eponine levels. Like, this is how you know. That's how you know. All right, I'm done. Uh, thank you for listening. <laughs> we have greatly appreciated all of it, all of the listening that's been done tonight yes. and today. Yes. And this yes. week. Vogue. We are at the end of our rope here, so please just 
follow us on social media as always. Answer our questions. Um, I'll just read a couple of my hashtags that I wrote today um, for this chapter. Hashtag equal rights um, for the dormitory. Hashtag mic drop from Dumbledore. And then hashtag not all Slytherins, which I think you're welcome Slytherins. Like I'm here for you today. Only today though, maybe. Um, I'm just going to like pre um, hashtag um, next next week's um, chapter. Hashtag never follow the spiders. So true. <laughs> that might be a chapter reading. <laughs> yeah. Like, hashtag don't trust Hagrid. Just kidding. You were such a weird man. Um, I think that... Alex may or may not have gotten high in the middle of this episode. I didn't. Um, I'm sleepy. Okay, bye. Bye. Mischief managed. Bum, bum, ba, bum, 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 bum.